Hi. Hi, everybody. Uh, welcome to the Escalator to Nowhere. Since this podcast with Robert and Caitlin, I'm Robert. <laughs> Caitlin. I'm a season Simpsons fan. And I am learning. And I am doing my impression of Caitlin's impression of me. I was making fun of him earlier. <laughs> Uh, we are uh, continuing our way through the series, and I guess it's okay that those things are a little bit weird because we are now at season three, episode seven, Treehouse of Horror two. Dun dun dun! Yeah. Spoiler: alert, I think Caitlin liked this one a lot. I more like this one the- way better. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we, um, yeah, we, we are continuing to make our way through the series, of course, and we are here at this non-canon episode. So lots of fun and wild, wild, wild stuff. Wild stuff. Yeah. So uh, and. I told you actually before that I thought there was a really great gag in this one. There are a number of great gags in this one, but mm-hmm. not the one I was thinking of. Oh, okay. So we'll talk about that here in just a little bit. But before we get rolling, Caitlin is going to kick us off in the usual fashion with some specs from the big book. Yes. Uh, season three, episode seven, Treehouse of Horror 2, production code 8F02. Written by Al Jean, Mike Reese, Jeff Martin, George Meyer, Sam Simon, and John Schwartzwelder. Jeez. I know. (laughs) Directed by Jim Reardon. Original air date, October 31st, 1991. And a partridge in a pear tree. Well, I mean, I guess they they each wrote uh, the three... One of the three. Yeah. Yeah. I actually had an experience recently because, you know, I am trying to get uh, my workplace onto TikTok. And I was sitting into in a uh, I was sitting in a room full of people, and we were just kicking around ideas. And I realized all of a sudden that we looked like that very famous picture mm-hmm. of the writers' room with Conan mm-hmm. and all the others. Uh, and they've got all the I think it's Chinese food that's on the table yeah. in there from yeah. 1992. Yeah. And I was just like, huh, what a surreal moment for me. <laughs> <laughs> what a very niche but I, surreal moment. I am as funny as Conan O'Brien. <laughs> I mean, you have been listening to his podcast. That's true. I've been popping up. Uh, he's been popping up a lot for me recently, m- namely because of that podcast, and of course because we watch The Simpsons, and I see his name very regularly mm-hmm. uh, on the board. Uh, we did watch some Simpsons this week. We watched Itchy and Scratchy Land. Yep. And we watched the Homer Goes to Space one. Yes, I, I don't deep, know what deep Space Homer. Deep yep. Space Homer. I. Uh, <laughs> Uh, earlier today, I don't remember what I thought. I thought about something funny in the shower, and I said to myself, "Oh, with a dry, cool wit like that, I could be an action hero." <laughs> <laughs> That's That's good. That's funny. Um, so, uh, what do you say we kick things off? I'm gonna start with the synopsis. The okay. synopsis is from Simpsons.fandom.com. That's the Simpsons wiki page. If you want to check it out, there will be a link in the description. The sequel to, uh, I'm sorry, I should say, this is the synopsis. (laughs) The sequel to the original Treehouse of Horror. In Lisa's nightmare, she dreams that Homer purchases a monkey's paw that grants the family four wishes. In Bart's nightmare, he dreams that he has the power to read minds and he punishes people if they are not happy, subsequently turning Homer into a jack-in-the-box. In Homer's nightmare, his brain is put into a Frankenstein-style robot. Uh... Hit it on the head. Ding. Good job. <laughs> got it. Got it. Way to go, wiki writers. I should tell you that whenever I go ding, I always, every single time, am thinking about the movie Three Ninjas when the when the youngest kid kicks the dummy in the crotch oh. and his eyes light up. It goes ding. Oh. <laughs> so like their grandpa is teaching them. You haven't seen that movie, I no, guess. I have not. She's shaking her head at me. Uh, uh, so it, he, the uh, grandpa is like a ninja master, and even though like. 
these three kids are as white as possible. Grandpa is an Asian dude. Mm -hmm. And anyway, so he's teaching these kids to be ninjas. And, uh, they, he hangs a dummy outside for them to practice like hitting particular parts of the body. And so like if you hit them, I guess, in the heart, the eyes light up to mm-hmm. indicate you did a good job. And the joke is the third one comes up and kicks him in the crotch. Mm-hmm. And his eyes go, ding. Oh, well, <laughs> so, hey, get him where it hurts. Uh, yes, and that does hurt. I know. I actually... <laughs> uh, I mean, I've witnessed it. I, so when I was wrestling in high school, I watched somebody get racked so hard that he, he started to pee blood. Ew. It, it, it hurt, it like, like it hurt his kidneys. Yikes. He got racked so hard. That's not good. No, that's not good. That's really bad. <laughs> I also saw somebody uh, basically pass out from getting choked out on the on the mat. It was a legal move, but he uh, he, he passed out. And uh, when the other kid got off of him, he, the, he was, this is a teammate of mine, he was lying on the mat, you know, and he all of a sudden came to and immediately started scrambling uh, on hands and knees across the mat. And then he looks up and realizes that everyone is looking at him. Oh, It, it must Ew, have been a very strange, weird. speaking yeah. of surreal experiences, yeah. it must have been a very strange experience Yikes. for him there. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Well, uh, none of that happens in this episode. Uh-uh, no, but it's, you know, just getting us warmed up, ready yeah. to go. I'm feeling chatty today. Oh, uh, oh great. <laughs> um, I'm up. I'm ready to go. Nipples so, are hard. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> so uh, no credits. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, there's the... There's the um, there's the Marge coming out and saying... But no, like... None of that. <laughs> uh-huh. Thank you. You're welcome. I think the, in the biz, we refer to that as the theme music. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> No, you're right. She comes out and uh, we mentioned it last week. We mentioned it when we watched the first Treehouse of Horror. This is when little Robert yeah. immediately well, starts and to... Man, she doubles down in this one because she says uh, this this episode is scarier. Uh, what does she exactly say? She says this year's episode is even worse. Yep. It's scarier, more violent, and I think they snuck in some bad language too. <laughs> Hang on so, a second. Before we go any farther, okay. was this one more violent? I guess so with the third one, with the Kang and Kodos. Uh, I'm sorry. That was the second one. That's the second one. Um, I mean, the third one is kind of violent with oh yeah with the brain removal of the brain yeah. and what about the bad language was there more was there bad I language? don't remember I don't any think, bad language I don't think there was no I don't I don't there's think not so not one single bitchin in this no. episode <laughs> there's not no Bart I'm Bart Simpson who the hell are you yeah hey where'd None that go that. I'm glad that's uh, gone <laughs> I sent you a TikTok uh last night I think it was oh yeah Nancy Cartwright goes through the Starbucks drive-thru as Bart Simpson oh it's really very funny <laughs> Because one one lady, like, the lady, she's like, wait, do you play him? And then the other kid's like, oh, my God. <laughs> so it's like, it's, it was very funny. And she's, Andy Williams. Yeah, it was it was very funny. So she, um, it, yeah. I'm it was so wholesome. Glad, it was very yeah, wholesome. I'm so glad that she is such a good sport about this being her identity. Is she not a crazy Scientologist, though? I think so. But yeah. I was That's about to say, I was about to say, maybe she'll come on the show at some point. Oh. But <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, because she does do that. Like, actually, in general, uh, it would appear that the Simpsons uh, producers and, like, actors, save for... Mm-hmm. Um, Julie Kavner. Uh, yeah. Wait. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, uh, are really typically pretty generous about coming on to doing th- doing things like mm-hmm. podcasts and just you know making I mean my god they don't have to do anything else 
they have 33 years or 35, however many years of royalties and shit coming in. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So that's true. Um, so anyways, uh, yeah. Anyways, I was just wondering about the violence and the bad language. Yeah. I don't know. Sorry that I, I sidetracked us there, but you well, should watch that TikTok because it's very wholesome. Get us back on track. Then. She has her own, she has her own <laughs> <laughs> she has her own TikTok page. Yes, she does. Yeah. I, th- I think that it's, I follow. I think it. it's just at Nancy Cartwright. Anyway, uh-huh. um, so Marge tells us to enjoy the show. We open up mm-hmm. to Homer sitting on the couch. So we well first we get into this is when we cut into the oh the graveyard horror. Uh, what will become the standard credits yeah. with the with the graveyard? Um, yeah, one of them one of them was uh, Walt Disney. Yeah, uh, another one was Jim uh, Morrison. Yeah. Uh-oh. Uh, oh, excuse oh, me. Are you okay? <laughs> yes, I'm okay. I don't know where that came <laughs> from. Uh, and another one was lose weight. Ask me how. Um, nothing really stood out to me too much no, in, the, in the graveyard. No. Um, okay. Then we open up on Homer sitting on the yeah. couch yep, eating yep, yep. candy. Oh, there I go. Um, he's watching the news. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Kent Brackman says, and to conclude this newscast on on a scary note, remember the presidential primaries are only a few months away. Yes, so. and, Ho- and Homer responding to the TV says, hey, if you don't like it, go to Russia. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> that, that really, that that really aged hits. well? I wonder, like... What's actually going on in Russia? We have like because because of things like uh, TikTok and so, other social media, like we have more access to what's actually happening inside of foreign regimes. I think than like if, in the minds of the people that are mm-hmm. there than we have ever had in history. But I haven't seen very much on my TikTok about what's going on with the people in Russia. I'm not, I I would not be at all surprised if they've like blocked social media like like yeah. they're doing in iran yeah that's um, true <clears throat> blocking those channels for mm-hmm. you know free speech and whatnot yes i saw uh i saw a commentary um about what's going on in uh in iran with the woman that was murdered by the uh, religious police for mm-hmm. not wearing a hijab right mm-hmm. or and, she wasn't wearing it correctly i think is the, oh really yeah oh i didn't know that yeah <laughs> uh well not that it makes it any better or worse right. but like it's uh, anyways I thought she was. I thought she was defiantly not wearing one at all. Oh, uh, I could. I could totally be wrong. Well, I, either either way, that doesn't matter. Uh, my point is, is that it's it's ironic to me that in Iran they are they are fighting for the ability for women to not have to wear one, and mm-hmm. then apparently in India uh, they are fighting for the ability to wear one if they choose to wear one. And oh so, yeah. Like the uh, they seem you know on the surface I think these seem like contradictory notions but at the root of it the point is is that they should be able to choose to wear one or not mm-hmm. and anyways so if you don't like that i would encourage you not to go to russia yeah don't go to russia <laughs> uh so we get a doorbell um ding dong yep and, the no- <laughs> and of course the dog goes nuts yep yep knocks like crazy and then um we see kearney and that's right. Yeah, Kearney, Kearney and Jimbo. Yep. Kearney and Jimbo are there. They say trick or treat. Oh, I'm sorry. Before we go any farther, during the Marge opening animation, was her mouth weird? Was it like off? It was. It was. It was a little jarring, just because she wasn't like looking into the camera. Yeah. That might have been 
part of it. I didn't notice anything with her mouth, but I did notice. I was like, look at me, Marge. Look at me. Yeah, it just looked to me like the animation was kind of off in that opening bit. Almost like it was off with the sound, meaning they weren't lined up. Right. So maybe they should have done, maybe they should have given a clap before. Maybe maybe that was the problem. Or maybe they just reused (laughs) the old animation from last Treehouse of Horror and dubbed over it. Maybe. I don't, I maybe, don't know. Maybe they, maybe I don't they, think that's Although, I, know, I don't think they did anyway, because, you know, in the last Treehouse of Horror, she doesn't really move around very much. But getting to the end of this one, when she's like, well, you didn't listen to me last time, blah, blah, uh, blah. Oh, yeah, like, that's true. It looks, it looks different. But either way, that's all I had to say about that. Okay, okay. so Jimbo and Kearney are at the door. Yeah, they're, they're trick-or-treating. Homer's giving them a hard time, asks them, aren't they too old? Which I will never do. I yeah. will never do that. If, if I will never be the person, I'm putting this on the record, I will never be the person who asks the kid if they're too, aren't that you were a little too old to trick or treat. Yeah. Because I don't care if you're 100 years old. Actually, that would be very cute if you were 100 years old and came to my door. <laughs> but like on Halloween, if you come to my house and we'll, you. We'll give you candy. It doesn't matter. And yeah. I'll give you a big handful of candy. We stock up on candy starting early so it lessens the financial blow to our family <laughs> because <laughs> I like to give out so much candy. Yeah, Robert, Robert's... Well, and last Halloween was the first year we were in this house and we did not get a fraction of the trick-or-treaters that we yeah. used to get at our old house. So we had so much yeah. candy. So this year I've cursed us. I have purchased two bags of all chocolate candy. Yeah. And we also, by the way, uh, engage in teal pumpkin. If you don't, I would encourage you to do so. So it's for kids who can't have candy. Or, like if they have an allergy yeah, to, kind of, or diabetic or whatever. Yeah. So like we have little just, you know, I mean, in, if I'm being perfectly honest with you, they're crappy dollar store toys yeah. is what they are. Little bugs and, you know, molded cockroaches. And glasses. Like we have like the glasses with the little eyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That And those kinds of things in the teal pumpkin. So like... We have a regular pumpkin and we have a teal one. So if kids come up and they can't have the candy, then we can give them mm-hmm. something. I don't think we've had anybody take from the teal pumpkin <laughs> we in have, the like six years we've been doing Halloween together. We have not. We've actually offered some kids some teal pumpkin stuff to try and you know move the inventory yeah, a little bit. <laughs> well, it's all right. But hey, I am just of the opinion that uh, trick-or-treating is a very important communal activity. Mm-hmm. It's something that most people engage in. And uh, it's a time when like... Otherwise, like, I really don't know all of our neighbors. I mean, we see them walking around. I wave like we're mm-hmm. friendly in that way. But, like, other than that, there's no conversation, typically speaking, mm-hmm. with them. Uh, and so it gives us a minute to just stop and say, hi, okay. hi, how are you? We're here. We're not threatening people. Yeah. <laughs> you we, know? Well, and last year, too, some of the adults in the neighborhood, like, our, our neighborhood skews on the older demographic, I think. Yeah. Um, some of the adults were just walking around with cocktails. <laughs> what was going on (laughs) yeah we i mean we do a thing like i mean like we've so like in our friend group we've said this before on the podcast that we sort of have cornered holidays in our friend group so our two holidays are uh halloween Mm -hmm. and then i also make new year's dinner because Mm -hmm. uh deep deep south traditions are pretty strong on new year's day so i need to have my collards and black eyed peas and the only way i can guarantee that i get them is to make them yeah and that Um, all started accidentally but here we are like here we are five Six years later. That's right. So, we, you know, anyways, that's just to say on Halloween, like, we pull the grill out front. We have burgers. Like, we invite people to, you know, yeah, to come by. Yeah, our friends come over. Like, none of our friends have kids, so it's not like they're going to go trick-or-treating with their kids. Yeah. So, 
and, fine. And yeah, it's a it's an enjoyable thing. So that is just to say, <laughs> since we are now we need to we need twenty to, minutes into let's roll let's roll on this because your girls your girls tired. <laughs> um, so Jimbo Kearney at the door. Uh huh. Homer's Aren't, giving him a hard time. Yeah, you're not even wearing costumes. He says. Yeah. So he's like, or um, I think it's Jimbo that says, "Hand over the candy, or we're gonna egg your house back to the Stone Age." Uh huh. Um, and so he gives them some candy. Uh, he dumps the whole bowl into their oh, bags. Is I what didn't he does. That. Yes. Well, I mean, off the hook then. Um. Or so it would seem. Yeah. But he closes the Close door. Closes the door, and they get he gets egged anyway. Yep. Um. <clears throat> then that's when. The family comes back. Uh-huh. Uh, presumably, Marge has taken the kids trick or treating. Yep, she's. That's got- what always happened in my house was that my dad would stay home and we would go trick or treating with my mom. Oh, really? Yeah. Like, well, yeah. Like, I say we in the sense that my friends would come over and mm-hmm. we we'd all go trick or treating together. Oh, okay. Um, that's nice. Yeah. That's fun. We I we would go trick or treating, um, uh, but I this is where this comes from. For me, like my mother used to, uh, you know, provide childcare. So like a lot of those kids would come over to our house for a Halloween party. Mm-hmm. And I actually all have always associated Halloween with pinatas because we always oh, had a pinata. Interesting. Uh, and of course, you know, we would like, we never bob for apples, but we would play, we would do the quote unquote ooey gooey game. Yeah, we would play games too. And I remember one year sh- my mom tied apple like, uh, apples to a string and like uh-huh. hung them from like the door frame yeah and like you had to like try to get a bite out of the yeah, apple yeah, yeah. which is really hard <laughs> my actually when uh when i was younger mother would make candy apples mm. but i did not know this until i got into college are you ready what we were actually making was caramel oh apples, well but we just called them candy apples yeah uh, and I, I had a candy apple at one point and, and I was like, this is and terrible. And they handed me what is a candied yeah. apple. And I was like, what is, what, how do you eat this? Yeah. <laughs> so anyways, the kids are back. Yeah. And they are, they walk in. The Bart is wearing a black mask of some he, sort. Uh, he's got an ax. He's like an executioner. Oh, he's an executioner. Got it. I was an executioner once. Oh. Um, and. Marge has got the Mrs. Frankenstein stripe in her hair. That's right. It also, by the way, looks like the highlights that in a later episode will get put into Marge's hair. Um, oh, okay. So, and then, and um, Maggie comes in. She's a little witch. Uh huh. She falls down, of course. And then here comes Lisa, dressed as a totem pole. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> can't get through the door. Yes. <laughs> um, I uh, I I'm I'm just gonna throw this little teaser out there. Caitlin and I have a really great idea for a Halloween costume, but we're not gonna tell you what it is yet. No, but you, I think you, the listeners, will enjoy it. You are gonna like it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, anyways, the kids come in and they dump the candy on the floor, and uh, Bart is complaining because uh, Homer says get a good haul this year, uh, and. He pours it out on the floor. Oh, sorry. Excuse me. He, he pours it out on the floor. Uh, Bart says, jackpot. And Homer says, I'm very proud of you kids. But Bart says, this is where Bart's complaining. Mm-hmm. We would have gotten a little more if Lisa could walk faster because her costume is very obtuse. Yeah. And so uh, she says she didn't select the costume for mobility. She wore it as a salute to the noble natives, Native Americans of the Pacific Northwest. Lending to the fact that the Simpsons is an organ. Oh yeah. yeah, we should point this out. I don't know. I don't think that we pointed this out last week. Um, Steve Jackson mm-hmm. uh, sent me a message, and he said that he has irrefutable proof that he knows where 
Springfield is. Oh, did he tell you what it is? Uh, and it is from, uh, I think it's the season 10 uh, Treehouse of Horror. So that would be number nine. And there is one point, it's the one where Maggie gets turned into a Kang and Kodo space alien uh, because she's actually their daughter. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, uh, when she sends out a, a, a mind beam from, from her, she's sending, out, uh, sending it out to, uh, the, into space. It pans out from Springfield, and Springfield is very clearly in Texas. Oh. Yes, extremely clearly in te- like huh. very very clearly in Texas. However, here is the quick rebut to that and it's an easy one. Not canon. It's not canon. Yeah. It's Boom. Not, gotcha, that, that's, Steve. That's it. Uh, I, and I, I said that to him. He did not buy it. <laughs> of course not. Of course but, not. But yeah, yeah, but it very clearly says that. I will put that into that's going to be a weird that'll be a weird thing. I'm going to put in uh, an image from another episode oh, well, into this Instagram. That makes sense. So anyways, I'm going to type. Take it away. Okay. Um, so, yeah, she's – the kids are um, – they're counting their candy or doing whatever, and Marge is like, you can have one piece of candy tonight and save the rest. And they're all, of course, chowing down on it because mm-hmm. um, she, she wants to um, – she's warning them that if they eat too much, they'll have nightmares. Yep. Um, and we, we move into this meta moment here <laughs> where yeah. Bart says, oh, yeah, everybody in this family is going to have a bad nightmare tonight. And then Homer goes, oh, yeah, three bad nightmares. I'd like to see that. Uh, yeah, that's what Lisa, I think, says that. Oh, and then and well. then uh, and then Homer says, I'd like to see that. Oh, sorry. I'm, I'm only saying that just because all three of them are they're, in a they're meta way mocking. Yeah. yeah. Did you notice what the candy looked like when they were eating it? It looked like Homer was eating brains. It was really gross Did looking. It? Yeah. <laughs> Like it was like this goo he was eating, and it just kept like coming out oh, of the pile man. of candy. It was it was. <laughs> I did not notice that. It was really gross looking. Um, so I mean, obviously foreshadowing. Uh huh. Um, even like, <laughs> this was funny because Lisa like kind of bucks up against Marge and doesn't want to listen to her. Yeah. Uh, which you know normally isn't the case for Lisa. So yep. The first um. Or we see her going to bed. She's laying in bed. She's eating a bunch of candy. She's got wrappers all around. All her. over. And I guess maybe what happens here is that Lisa, uh, she gets a tummy rumble. Yeah. And I think she she realizes, oh, I've had. She's enough. she's hit her limit. Yeah. So she takes, and so she turns it off. She turns off her light and uh-huh. then she goes to sleep. Yep. And oh, guess what? <laughs> She's dreaming. We're having a dream. Yeah. So oh, yeah. three bad nightmares. I'd like to see yeah. that. Well, here we go. So we we cut to Lisa's dream. The family's standing on a street. They're in Marrakesh. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yes. Uh, it comes up on the screen that they're in Marrakesh, Morocco. And Homer says, what a dump. Why would Princess Grace live in a place like this? And Lisa's very quick to correct him saying, no, dad, that's Monaco. What is... On her shirt, it's I kiss the bow. I don't know what that is. Would you loud? I can't. It's the the Frankie Eggs uh, screen cap is not big yeah, enough to. Yeah, I, I I mean I'm even looking at it and I don't know what that word is. It looks like B A M O B A L M O W E L O U D. I don't know what that is. I don't know either. Anyway. Um, it's probably something uh, very famous that <laughs> we we're, just, we're, we're showing. Yeah. <laughs> we're showing that we don't know. Um, so uh, the, there's like a, I guess a. They're in a market. Street performer. Oh, yes. Yeah, they're at a market. There's a guy and he's like, 
doing all sorts of weird contortion stuff and he like ends up walking away on his hands and Bart, this made me laugh. Bart goes, I could do that, but I don't want to. Uh-huh. <laughs> that made me laugh. Um, Pretty sure I, I used that phrase as a kid because of this episode. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. So then Homer has found his way over to this stall in the market and he's like, oh, what is that? And it's uh, a monkey's paw. Mm-hmm. And the guy is telling him, you know... Um, it dates back a long time. It did, yeah. It has the power to grant wishes to its owner. Homer inquires, how, how much? much? Yeah. And, he's, uh, and then the man says, I strongly advise you do not purchase this. Behind every wish lurks grave misfortune. I was once president of Algeria. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And he's like... He, he's on the puzzle, by the way. Haven't mentioned that, the puzzle in a while. Oh, it's yeah. the Simpsons Cast of Thousands puzzle. Um, yeah, he's got like this weird eye. He, he, he's messed up. So misfortune has, has befallen on this man. <laughs> uh-huh. um, and so Homer goes, I don't want to hear your life story. Paw me. And so he, bought, he buys the monkey paw. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Marge is like, what the hell? And she's like, where did you get that ugly thing? And he goes, that little shop right over there. And then they, he points. Uh-huh. And the camera changes angle to show what he's looking at. And it's just like this little whirlwind. Yep. <laughs> and, and I'm like, oh, indica- spooky. She, <laughs> Caitlin literally went, ooh. <laughs> because, and I was laughing because I know the joke. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and, then, and then he realizes, oh, he pointed in the wrong direction. The oh, guy's right over, uh, right over there. Yeah. And the, the little man is still in the shop. And he waves at them and goes, yeah, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, what I thought the joke was, uh, and I realized that this is in a later uh, Treehouse of Horror is the is the uh, uh, that's good that's bad it comes with a free Frogert that's good <laughs> but the Frogert is also cursed that's bad <laughs> yeah <laughs> but um, uh, anyways this was also still a good joke a good misdirection joke there yeah so then the family is going uh, in, they're at the airport yep um, they're taking flight number seven from Marrakesh to Springfield. How is there a direct flight from Marrakesh to Springfield? Man, uh, you can't get a direct flight from here to Orlando. Anywhere. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, uh, early nineties. We'll we, uh, we were watching a, uh, YouTube, uh, YouTube channel called in the loop at one point, And, uh, the guy was trying to get back. They live in Orlando mm-hmm. and they were trying to get back to, uh, to, to home, uh, but from Europe. And they they had issues with their flights, and they were like, "We don't have any flights to your destination," which I guess was probably New York or whatever. And the and the guy said, "Just get me into America. If you get me to America, everybody flies to Orlando." Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so maybe Springfield is like Orlando. Yeah, thanks Disney. Uh huh. Um, yeah, everybody wants to go to Itchy and Scratchy Land. Although that's not in Springfield because they have to drive and drive and drive. To they get sure there. do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And they <laughs> with the, that wagon wheel when they drive oh, in the yeah. parking lot. That's so good. <laughs> <laughs> Let us never speak of the shortcut again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So, uh, uh, Homer's trying to get onto the plane here, and uh, he gets patted down, and he they lift up his shirt, and he's got a bunch of souvenirs taped to his taped to his belly. Uh huh. And so they're gonna find him two American dollars. Yes. And uh, then they get on the plane, and, and they're back presumably home. Presumably, they're home. Um. So the monkey paws sitting on the table mm-hmm. in the living room. Everybody's kind of like, or Bart and Lisa are talking about what they want to wish for. Yep. Bart wants to wish for X-ray specs that really work. Lisa wants to wish for peace on Earth, mm-hmm. and then they start fighting. Yep. And X-ray specs, peace on Earth. X-ray specs. Yeah. Peace on and Earth. then Homer uh-huh. Homer comes over the couch at them and says, "As the pants wearer of this house, I get the first wish." 
Um, Marge, of course, is apprehensive. Yeah, (laughs) there's something I don't like about that severed hand. (laughs) (laughs) And then we cut to Maggie, and she's holding the monkey paw, and one of the... Yeah, everybody's going back and forth, yeah. and they're distracted, so she grabs grabs it. And she, in the monkey paw, the finger, uh, I like that there's four fingers on the monkey paw, uh-huh. by the way. That's just a nice little touch. Yep. Uh, one of the fingers goes down, and I think it's Lisa that says, oh no, Maggie made a wish. And up, up pulls this fancy looking vehicle in front of the... <laughs> it. You know what it looks like? It looks like... Uh, from that episode of Family Guy where Peter is feeling emasculated because because Chris has a big wiener and <laughs> Peter buys the used car that looks like a wiener. This car looks like the wiener car. <laughs> I cannot say that I've seen that episode of Family Guy. Oh, really? Guy. Oh, it's classic. My, my Family Guy knowledge is pretty limited oh, as well. Oh, okay. But, um, I mean, <laughs> like, first few seasons and then nothing. Uh-huh. Um. So, so anyways, the car pulls up. Homer they, is excited. Uh-huh. He is jazzed. He's like, oh, electric car. And he's like, you praising Maggie. Good, baby. Good, Maggie. Uh-huh. And then the doorbell rings. And there's a, a man there with a pacifier on a pillow. And it becomes obvious that Maggie did not wish for a car. She wished for a new pacifier. So she right. takes out her old pacifier, throws it on the ground, and then... Uh, takes the new pacifier and puts it in her mouth. I thought for a second that it was a golden pacifier, but it's not. It's just a it's just, it's just a new, new pacifier. Yeah. Pacifier. Yep. yep. So, anyways, uh that's the first wish and uh Homer gives a big doe here. And so anyways, uh, Bart then grabs it and makes his wish. He wishes for the Simpsons to be rich and famous. Now, we don't really see any negative effects from this first wish. From Maggie's wish, right? No, we don't. But Bart's uh, Bart's wish uh, will have immediate negative effects. Mm-hmm. But it will appear, uh, you know, at first I shouldn't say immediate because immediately they get rich. Yeah, uh, money comes pouring out of Homer's wallet. Like they find themselves in a pile of money. Marge has money in her hair. Marge's purse explodes. Yep. Um, they're going to go to the fanciest restaurant in town, which is the Gilded Truffle. First, I think this is the first time yeah, we've seen so. the Gilded yep. Truffle. Yep. Uh, I had the Gild- Gilded Truffle in tapped out. Um, <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> so, uh, we cut to the Gilded Truffle, the interior, the Mater D's telling this other f- couple that, oh, I'm terribly sorry. You know, there's yep. no room. You can't get in until June. And then the Simpsons walk up and he's, you know, overjoyed to see them. Ah, yes. The Simpsons, right this way, please. Yeah. Yep. So... And as they uh, as they walk in, Marge makes the comment. She says, "Maybe fame and fortune aren't as bad as they say." But as they're walking in, we see that people in the restaurant. Yeah, the the people in the restaurant are not happy to see them. If I hear one more thing about the Simpsons, I swear I'm going to scream. Yep. At first they were cute and funny, and now they're annoying. Which I can only imagine is a meta reference to the fact that the Simpsons were everywhere in '90s pop culture. Yeah, it's. I mean, it has to be. Yeah. Uh, because they they have T-shirts and everything. Like uh, here in a minute, we're gonna yeah. see them. So. The first is, oh, wow, no, it is the t-shirt right here. Uh, um, we cut to a scene with a man buy, uh, who's going to buy a t-shirt with Bart on it. Mm-hmm. It just says, hey, man. Bart is saying, hey, man, on yeah, the shirt. Yeah, he's like, 18 bucks for this? What a ripoff. Yep. And then there's an album. <laughs> the Simpsons go Calypso. Yeah, they're singing the song. Man and... smart. Woman is smarter. Yeah. Man smart. <laughs> um, Otto's there. He's like, man, this thing's really getting out of hand. Yep. Um, so and then the next one is a picture of Bart on a an advertise an advertisement that says <laughs> getting get a, your mammogram, get a mammogram. Yeah. and um, uh, Helen Lovejoy is there and she says, "Oh, is there nothing they won't do?" Yeah. So, um, so 
they cut back to the Simpsons living room. Marge is looking out the window, and she says, "Homer, this is awful." Uh, and Homer recollects here. He says, "Yeah, oh, he's no. he, he conveniently remembers <laughs> that the guy that sold him the monkey paw told him that wishes would bring grave misfortune." And I Bart's or I'm sorry, Homer's like, "I thought he was being colorful." Yeah. <laughs> so Lisa then grabs the monkey's paw and tries to make a wish that she thinks. Uh, no doubt thinks, will not backfire on her. Mm-hmm. She wishes for world peace. Mm-hmm. And it immediately occurs. We we get a newspaper with her face on it that says world peace declared. Mm-hmm. And uh, England and Falkland, the Falkland Islands at the uh, Or Argentina. UN. Oh, I'm sorry. Argentina. The, Fal- the Falklands yeah, yeah, yeah. are, yeah. Yes. Sorry. My, my mistake. I was, try- I was doing it from memory and I shouldn't do that. That's okay. <laughs> uh, yeah. They cut to the UN and um, England apologizes to Argentina for the Falklands, which yep. the Falklands War was in the 80s. Uh-huh. Um, do you know much about that? All I know is that Prince Andrew fought in it. In the war, I, I think it was like a, it. I think it was a colonialism situation. I do believe so. I, I, yeah, I think it was cla- it was about claims over who has the island. Yeah, right? well, and I mean, the guy says we knew they were yours. Oh yeah, fair enough. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I, that's boy, that's something that happened during my lifetime, and I don't know anything about it. Yeah, but I was, I guess, I was very young. Yeah. Um, also, as we have established here, like I was not really privy to world events as I was yeah, growing fair. up. Yeah, <laughs> fair. You didn't even know who the queen was. <laughs> So, um, uh, we, so then we see the Pentagon and Uh the Pentagon has now been changed into a mall. It's Uh been five corners mall. Five corners mall. That's right. Which is funny because there is a mall up near the Pentagon called Tyson's Corners. Uh, Tyson's Corner. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yep. Anyways. I I mean, it's not related to this. No, no, but, uh, (laughs) I, I thought the Tyson's Corner was just like, well, I guess it is a location. It's, it's so a location, it's a but the, the mall is, all, is Tyson's Corner. Yeah, well. okay, gotcha, gotcha. Uh, so then we cut to everybody holding hands. You know what I thought about when this was going on. Hands across oh, America. Yeah. <laughs> so the, uh, beer fest. The movie that I have seen, I, I, I say frequently that I have seen no movies, but I have seen at least one movie many, many times, and that is Broken Lizard's Beer Fest. And uh, that's all I could think about when everyone was standing there singing the "Come on, people now, mm-hmm. smile on your brother." Um, was was them doing the hands across America? Yeah, that's how they all <laughs> met, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Couple or at least in, a couple of them al- met. Almost made it. A couple breaks in the chain. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think no. It wasn't. That's how they met. I think what it is is that's the last time they saw each other. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. yeah, I haven't seen you since Hands Across America. Yeah. yeah. And that's when they mentioned the brewery to him, and he goes, "God damn brewery!" Oh, and throws yeah, yeah. The, throws the trophy. That's a funny movie. If, if you, you haven't, haven't watched, watched it, we, uh, I think maybe one day we should do a watch along with that movie because okay. that would be fun. Um. So yeah, everybody's singing. They're standing uh, in a giant peace sign. You can see it from space because guess who's watching? Kang and Kodos. Kang and Kodos yeah. are watching, and they're um. They're excited because they said Earth is now ripe for the plucking. Yeah, foolish humans. They uh, because the uh, one of the images that we see is uh, everyone walking to uh, a furnace and throwing their weapons into the furnace. That's right. So yeah. Mo pulls out this. <laughs> well, and like... it's like it's like military people, and then you see uh, Eddie. Yeah. Of Eddie and Lou. Yep. And then here comes Mo with like his sawed-off shotgun yep. and, and um, Krusty with his crusty. brass knuckles. We'll yeah. Be, we'll be needing these. Yeah. So everybody's kind of. Um, um, laying down their arms and or burning their arms as the case may be. Uh-huh. Um, 
So yeah, Kang and Kodos are watching this, and they are. They are, uh, they're excited. Yeah, we get some we get some uh, some wild menacing laughter, uh, and then <laughs> what was what was a great little like visual gag was the the spaceship comes into land and it knocks the head off of mm-hmm. Jebediah Springfield and then of course crushes which, the rest. Which of we it. all know the head of Jebediah Springfield is precariously perched yes. up there because that. Bart stole it. That's right. The yep. telltale head. <laughs> so yeah. uh, they, they walk out of the spaceship or slither out, I guess really is a better mm-hmm. way to put it. And they proclaim people of Earth, we come to you in the spirit of hostility and menace. Yeah. Uh, Mayor Quimby comes up and says, now let's be reasonable. And uh, he gets bonked. Oh, we can resolve our differences peacefully. Yeah, and he, um, uh, whichever alien is next to uh, him, yeah, I don't sure know how you tell the difference between the two. Hang on, I might be able to um, tell you. Uh, talk and I'll... Okay, so he, uh, whichever alien, bonks him on the head with like a little club, and he's he's like, "Ow, your super, uh, your superior intelligence is no match for our puny weapons," says said alien. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, you know, I'm not sure. I know there's a way to tell the difference between the two, but I'm not sure w- what it is right here. I thought maybe it was that one of them has the point on yeah. his globe and the other one doesn't, but both of them have it here. Oh, I, I don't know. Um, um, oh, no, we got to look into this. Okay. <laughs> uh, anyways, so that being said, the point is here that there is uh, no means for peace or reconciliation yeah. here. So Apu turns to this man, who I don't think we've ever seen before, and he says, Gordon, you have to do something. Um, and he's he's like, what do you want me to do? I'm a baker now. Yeah, I, I don't know that. what that's about. I didn't either. And uh, the wiki didn't say anything about it either. So, mm, Hey, dear listener, uh, there's more of you here recently, so that's great. Um, which... What What's that about? Can someone explain that joke to us? Uh, because it obviously is referencing something. Mm-hmm. Um... I, like the only place that my mind goes is the Gordon's fisherman. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> I, don't I think that's it. somehow I don't think that's it. <laughs> I mean, so. call me crazy. I don't think that's it. I'm gonna let's see. I'm gonna look at the characters. Yeah. Let's so, anyways, uh, the aliens are taking over. Lenny is lamenting here. They conquered us with a club. I wish we'd saved an A bomb or two. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so they, uh, the humans are being enslaved here by the uh, by Kang and Kodos, and the well, the worst of it is that everyone is blaming the Simpsons over this. Mm-hmm. So they're rich and famous uh, still, and Lisa's wish for world peace uh, still has uh, ended poorly for them. Not only by the enslavement, but the Simpsons themselves. Uh, oh, you ready for this? Okay, I'm ready. So on the Simpsons wiki, Simpsons.fandom.com, uh huh, um, the entry for Gordon says gordon is a man who is a baker (laughs) it goes it goes into a little more detail but (laughs) he's not supposed i guess he's not supposed to be based off of anybody i don't know if there was some celebrity maybe that like gave up something if that's not if that's not anybody famous it has to be an inside joke I guess so. I, I don't know. But it seems like that would come out in commentary or something, you know? Yeah. But, okay. So, uh, then Lenny says they've conquered us with the club. That's right. <laughs> um, so, yeah, uh, anyways, uh, yes. Um, uh, the, the humans are being enslaved. They're blaming the Simpsons. This is all the Simpsons' fault. Before, I was just bored with their antics and their merchandise. Yeah, now, another, I wish they were dead. And now, an- another meta uh, reference to the popularity of the show. Um and now, and Bart realizes he goes, "Geez, now we're slaves. That paw sucks." Yeah. <laughs> uh, so. And then we get uh, a classic moment. If you'll recall, I made this for one of our Simpsons nights. Um, I thought 
I thought somebody did. I don't remember it being you, though. Yeah, it was definitely me. Um, Homer grabs uh, the paw, and he says, I'm going to make a wish that can't backfire. I wish for a turkey sandwich on rye bread with lettuce and mustard, and and I don't want any zombie turkeys. I don't want to turn into a turkey myself, and I don't want any weird surprises. You got it? So when I made the label, when we do our parties, I made the label to say that. I say, turkey sandwich on rye bread with lettuce and mustard. No zombie turkeys. You will not turn into a turkey yourself. No, no weird surprises. No surprises. <laughs> yeah, so the sandwich materializes, and they're in the kitchen at this point. What I love about that... Uh, <laughs> what I love about that is that it gave everyone the opportunity to pick up a little sandwich square and go, huh, the turkey's a little dry. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Yes, and of course, this is what happens. Homer picks it up. He takes a bite. Not bad. Nice hot mustard. Mm, I, I didn't realize that Homer likes hot he, mustard. I don't think he really, I don't, uh, bleh, I didn't realize he said that. Yeah. Uh, good bread. Turkey's yep. a little dry. The turkey's a little dry. Oh, foul, cursed thing. What demon from the depths of hell created thee? Yeah. So. Um, <laughs> Homer's going to throw it away. Yeah, he goes out to throw it away. This is the final wish on the monkey paw. Yeah, so that was number four. Yeah. So, um, and here comes Flanders. And he says, hello, fellow slave. Or, hey, fellow slave. Is that one of those monkey paw dealies that you uh, let you wish for things? Yeah, Homer goes, yeah, but I got to warn you that this thing is, uh, yeah, that's, that's what, what it is. is. You want to try? <laughs> I think this is the first Oakley Doakley we get. I is think it? I could be wrong. Oh, I feel like we haven't heard it yet. You know, we have not talked a lot in recent times about Ned's development into our our beloved Ned Flanders. Right. Even through, I think, uh, the Leftorium, um, uh, when, when Flanders, Flanders failed, failed. Yeah. we didn't really talk about that very much. Mm-mm. But he's here. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I think you might be right. I don't know that I can recall an Oakley Doakley. Uh, We've listened to the band. <laughs> we sure have. We certainly have. <laughs> They're on Amazon Music. That's right. Uh, anyway, so Homer's like, yeah, here it is. You know, take it. And uh-huh. um, uh, Flanders, he hands it over the over the fence to him. Yep. It the fingers go back up. <laughs> uh huh. Um, and so. Flanders says, well, I guess my first wish is to get rid of these awful aliens. Uh-huh. And, of course, the first finger goes down. What we see is, uh, what we see is uh, Kang, actually, this one is Kodos. I can tell you this one's definitely Kodos. Because uh, Kodos is chasing Mo, Mo. Mm-hmm. and then he w- makes the wish, and then we see them running back yeah. with Mo chasing him with a board with a nail in it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. so I guess I-, I didn't realize that the joke was that Kang and Kodos are not great fighters i guess yeah, or like they're they're they're, 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 t- they're weaponry is not very advanced they're terrifying but they're hardly a warlike people yeah <laughs> um and here is how i know that that was kodos because kang is standing on the uh on the dock of the ship the oh. the ramp i guess yeah uh, the the loading ramp and anyway, I know that's Kang because he shouts, run, Kodos, oh, in this okay. moment. Okay. Kang is also, by the way, uh, king of the earth. He yeah, has he's got himself. a little sash and a crown on. I, I um, wanted to make that point. I wrote that down. I was like, oh, Kang is king of the earth. Yeah. <laughs> so I thought that was very funny that like Mo ends up with a board with a nail in it. And now like he is, he is winning this fight. Did anyone ever talk like... This was not done in a menacing way. It was supposed to be like a funny thing. Like if I was being like mischievous as a kid, like sometimes people would say, boy, I'll beat you with a board and a nail in it. <laughs> Did anybody ever tell you that? No. Uh, 
maybe that's just me. <laughs> uh, that's kind of fucked up. Uh, <laughs> like, uh, like again, it was not supposed to be literal. Uh, yeah. And, like my 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 great mama used to used to say she wouldn't trade me for a nickel. Uh-huh. Uh Like you know, given uh, also as we've talked about before, she was very very old. Mm-hmm. Um, but she she she'd be like she's like she's like she's like Bobby because that's what she called me. Bobby, I wouldn't trade you for a nickel. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> I guess. Or one B, as it were. One B. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Give so, me five Bs, you'd say. That's right. Um, Did y'all see that tattoo? The man who got the whole onion on my belt oh, speech tattooed all down his so leg. It's so funny. It's like, it's intense. I cannot imagine how intense that was. From his thigh all the way down to his ankle and it's it, in like the little uh ribbon script yeah, yeah banner thing yeah oh it's uh, so good i'm gonna we'll see find, I find a picture of it yeah hopefully it um so the the uh they end up leaving yep um kang and kodos that is yep and kodos says well kang it seems the earthlings won mm-hmm. um that nail with a board in it may have defeated us but the humans won't stop there they'll make bigger boards and bigger nails and soon they'll make a board with a nail so big it will destroy them all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, we cut back to Springfield. Everybody's cheering. They're cheering, and, and they're, they've uh, hoisted Ned upon their shoulders. Yeah, because he saved them. That's right. Yeah. And Homer Homer is obviously very disgruntled at this. Yeah. Ned cries out to Homer. He says, hey, this thingamajig works great now that I've saved the Earth. Maybe I ought to bruce, spruce up the old homestead. And you see his house turn into a big like a castle. Disney castle. This, you know, I I gotta say, like this is definitely non-canon, but that's that's out of that's out of character for Ned to make his house bigger. I mm-hmm. think. Uh, but anyway, yeah, you it's think not canon. you'd think he'd wish for good, but he well, I mean, he did, but then he, yeah, he wished so, for something. For and himself. we see Homer, and he mutters, "I wish I had a monkey's paw." Mm-hmm. And we cut. Yep. Um, and then Lisa's in Bart's bedroom. She's waking him up. We see that it's 2 a.m. Yep. Or just after 2 a.m. And Bart wakes up. He's like, what's the matter? And she tells him that uh, she's had a bad dream. Could he sleep in her bed? Or could she sleep in his bed? Yeah. And he says, no. She offers him a candy necklace. <laughs> he then eats the entire he candy puts necklace. the whole thing in his mouth and then pulls out the string. Disg- like... <laughs> First of all, how did you not break all of your teeth? Because uh, yeah. candy necklaces are not easy to eat. Yep. And then, yeah, so he pulls out the string, and she gets in bed. You know what that makes me think of? You're going to be like, you're so gross. <laughs> Whenever I make, like, roasted meat and I tie the meat, you know, there's mm-hmm. often, like, a gravy involved with this sort of situation. Mm-hmm. Uh, the string soaks up a lot of gravy, so when I cut the strings you, off, you, I will chew on the string. Gross. <laughs> Mm. But it's so good. It tastes like it's a gravy string. <laughs> oh my god! The gravy. Oh, the gravy string. Oh, that's going into that's the, the best part. That's going into the description. Great. <laughs> Lace up your gravy strings. <laughs> All right. So uh, eventually they go back to sleep, and then boom, we're in Bart's dream. Yep. And um, very uh, Twilight Zone. Yeah, I didn't know that name, man's name was Rod Sterling. That's from the Frank here. Rod uh, Sterling. Rod Sterling impressionist is what it says, you know. Yeah. Uh, but I didn't know his name was Rod Sterling. I think, is, is it Sterling or Serling? Ooh. Oh, it says Serling. I'm yeah. sorry. I inserted that T with my brain. Yeah. <laughs> I Okay. Yeah. So it's an impressionist. Now, apparently whatever Twilight Zone this is based off of, 
Nancy Cartwright had a part in that Twilight Zone. Oh, really? Yeah. Interesting. It was one of the movies. So we get the voiceover presented for your consideration. Springfield, an average little town with a not-so-average monster. And everyone is walking around with these obviously uneasy smiles, like Mm -hmm. big, wide-grinning smiles, but clearly nervous uh, in in, in their demeanor here. Yeah, and... um you hear them muttering to themselves, happy thoughts, happy thoughts, happy, happy, yep. happy, happy. The people of Springfield have to make sure they think happy thoughts and say happy things because this particular monster can read minds and, if displeased, can turn people into grotesque walking terrors. Yeah, so then we see Jasper <laughs> is one of the people walking around. Yep. And he's, like, walking down the street, happy thoughts, happy thoughts, and he goes, boy, I'm getting mighty sick of this. And then he turns into a dog yep, with a Jasper this, head. Yep, we get this little pop, this little yeah. sort of sound, and boop. There he is, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> with his big tongue, big long tongue sticking out over yep. his beard. Uh-huh. Anyway, we then cut into the interior of the Simpsons' uh, kitchen. They're eating breakfast, and uh, in walks Bart. And the voiceover says, "And did I mention that this monster is a ten-year-old boy? Quite a twist, huh? Bet you didn't see that one coming." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, all the family sitting there eating breakfast, and yep. he comes in. They're like, "Good morning, good morning." You know, trying to be happy. Um, Homer says, hiya, Bart, how's my boy? And everybody's kind of really nervous. Uh-huh. Even Maggie looks at him and gives him a nervous smile. Yeah. Um, Snowball, too, is rubbing up against his leg. And he's like, ugh, every day, same old cat. I'll make him more interesting. And then he turns into, he turns Snowball, too, into this wild-looking yep. thing <laughs> with, like, lanky legs, like an umbrella for a tail, uh, and... And he also uh, breathes fire, turns out. That's right, yes. <laughs> yeah. Can't forget that part. Yeah. So um, he like scorches the breakfast table. Uh-huh. Um, and then Marge is like, oh, no, the curtains are on fire. So she gets up. And, she says, and, oh, well, she says, it, she goes, oh, good. The oh. curtains are on fire. Yeah. yeah. She, she, she's trying to make it positive. Uh-huh. Uh, she's like, oh, yeah. Uh, um, yeah, the curtains are on fire. Homer. It's good that you made that awful thing, Bart. It's yeah. really good. Um, Hatton, you better get to school. So then, um, hold uh, on. off Bart goes and uh, yeah. he gets onto uh, the bus, he gets onto the bus. Yep. And, and, he, and he goes up to Otto and he says, Hey Otto, um, move over. I'm driving. And Otto is like, oh, no, can't, no can do little buddy. And then he's like, there's a rule. And then he realizes what's happening. Like, what Bart can do. Yeah. And he's like, oh, okay. Yeah, you're the little dude with the gnarly powers. Yeah. And so then we cut to Bart, who's driving the bus like a maniac. Very, very quickly, Otto's down, because he can't reach the pedals. Otto's down below controlling the pedals. Uh, Bart tells him to quit riding the brake, give it some gas. Uh-huh. And they're like, hey, this is fun, isn't it? I got some, I got some bad news for Bart. I guarantee you that that bus has a governor on it. You're not getting that thing about 55. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, What's the name of that movie? I think it's called The Thing the that, bus the bus that, that Cannot slow, slow Down. The Bus That Couldn't Slow Down. Yeah. <laughs> so anyways, uh, Otto is down there on his hands and knees driving the or pressing the pedals. Can't see, obviously, where they're going. Mm-hmm. And then we, uh, uh, then we are in the middle of the city, and the bus comes screaming past Eddie yeah. and Lou. Well, uh, like, the kids, you see the kids in the back of the bus are, like, all... Like they're flying around. Yeah. They're, yeah. They're not having a great time. Um, and then, yeah, they, they finally get to school and the, but you see the bus on its side out uh-huh. front. It's smoking. 
So we're in the interior of the school. Bart has a big executive chair back there. Sherry and Terry are fanning him with, mm-hmm. I think those are banana leaves. Yeah. And uh, and Mrs. K is up there and she says, oh, the uh, well class, the history of our country has been changed again to correspond with Bart's answers on yesterday's test. America was now discovered in 1942 by some guy. And our country isn't called America anymore. It's Bonerland. Bonerland. <laughs> That's funny maybe that's the language that marge speaks of in the in the beginning of the episode you know what maybe it is it's a little blue (laughs) it is a a little bit blue yeah um by the way there's a really great callback to boner land er, later i don't know if you caught it i don't know that i did Uh we'll see if i did uh, we'll see uh so then um here comes skinner over the intercom Uh he says your attention please this is principal skinner bart this one's for you and he starts singing I did not know this song was called the Michigan Rag. Oh, I don't think I did either. I know yeah. it was sang by Michigan J. Frog. Yeah, so it's the Michigan Rag. It was originated by him, the Frog, oh, the Warner Brothers Frog. I didn't know that either. I thought I just assumed that was a song, and yeah. he sang it. I mean, I could be wrong, but uh, the the wiki made me believe that it was a, an uh, original an original Warner Brothers. Oh, there you go. Hello, my baby. Hello, my honey. Hello, my ragtime gal. Send me a kiss by wire, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> uh, then Bart uh, calls for the phone, uh, and Mrs. K brings it over to him, and he gets the call into... The, the, uh, sorry, the wiki says that the song, The Michigan Rag, uh, is from the Looney Tunes episode, One Froggy Evening. I did not know that that was original. I know exactly the one you're talking about mm-hmm. because the man, uh, the man finds the frog and the frog only mm-hmm. dances for him. Right, mm-hmm. that's the one. Huh? Yeah, I didn't know that either. So here we are. Um, and he, and the frog when he ribbits, it like goes across his mouth. He goes. Yep. <laughs> uh, so anyway, uh, Bart calls Moe's. Yep. And then we get this very. Uh, I mean, this in, one's good. In Simpsons meme culture, this is really a, yeah. a hot, a hot toddy. I yeah. Guess. <laughs> so every but everybody at Moe's is going happy thoughts, happy thoughts, happy uh-huh. thoughts. Mo answers the phone. He says, "Hold on, I'll check." He's like, "Hey, everybody, I'm a stupid moron with an ugly face and a big butt, and my butt smells, and I like to kiss my own butt." <laughs> now, when I was looking for. This episode on Frankiac, which uh-huh. you cannot search for by episode name necessarily. I know. I really wish they would change that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you have to search by quote. I search by, I like to kiss my own butt. <laughs> oh, yeah. What did I search? Uh, I was trying to think of one a moment ago. Oh, I searched for board with a nail in it. That's what I searched oh, for. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So um, everybody's laughing in the bar. Moe's not happy, but he's like, hey, that's a new one. Uh-huh. Um. And then we cut back to the classroom. Yep. So uh, uh, Skinner is still going on with the Michigan rag. And uh, Bart says to himself, I love school. Uh huh. Then we cut back to the Simpsons uh, living room. And Homer is watching, uh, watching a football game. Mm-hmm. And Bart walks in and says he wants to watch Krusty. He says, shut up, boy. If they make this field goal, I win 50 bucks. Boy, this is just like that field goal from the Arkansas game yesterday where he bonked it off the top of the... Uh, the top of the upright. Uh, you didn't see that. I part. didn't see that. Part. That was the that's that was the end of the game. Um, oh. The uh, Arkansas could have won that game in the last in the last seconds by kicking the field goal, and he kicked it and it hit the top 
of the oh, upright that sucks. and bounced back. Oh no! So, and and therefore they lost. They lost the game. Oh, that sucks. I mean, I don't know that I've ever seen that before. It was crazy. Yeah. So, but Bart comes in. He wants to watch Krusty. Yeah. And uh, if, yeah, if they make this field goal, I win fifty bucks. And then Homer goes, and he's gone. Yeah. And so um, the announcer on the on the football game is saying the kick is up. It's looking good. The ball is turning into an old or into a fat bald guy, uh-huh. and it then we is see very Homer. clearly Homer flying through the uprights <laughs> and hits. Yes, Homer hits the uprights, doesn't he? In this, yes. I think. <laughs> yeah. And uh, then the announcer says it's, oh, no yeah, it's no good, and you know what we say every time something strange happens. That's good that Bart did that. It's yeah. very good. Yeah, and then Krusty comes on. Uh huh. And Krusty looks very very tired. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's. He says that they they're still on. They've had 346 consecutive hours, and it's all because of one little boy who won't let him stop. Mercy. <laughs> yeah, and so he's like, now let's go over to Sideshow Mel to see if he has any more of those legal over the counter wake up drugs of his. Uh huh. So poor poor Krusty's having a ton. Yep. Um. And so Bart is watching the TV. He apparently is enjoying it. And mm-hmm. Homer walks in. <laughs> uh, oh, I'm sorry. We see a cab pull up outside. Homer mm-hmm. uh, then walks into the house. He's got his head bandaged. Mm-hmm. And he is walking towards Bart thinking. He thinks He's thinking slowly, slowly. Don't make a sound. Don't even think. He can hear your thoughts. Then when he's least expecting it, bash his head in with the chair. And he raises the chair. And Bart doesn't even look at him. He just points at him. Mm-hmm. And this is when Homer gets turned into... <laughs> Jack in the box. Yes. <laughs> so funny. Um... I mean, it's not funny, but what happens is funny. So uh, Marge comes in. She's like, Bart. And he's like, Lisa did it. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then um, Marge has had enough. Yep. So she says, that's yep. it. You're coming with me. Mm-hmm. We see they go to Dr. Marvin Monroe. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And this is where we get the call back to Bonerland. Oh, okay. If you I... look at Marvin Monroe's door, uh-huh. Dr. Marvin Monroe, child psychologist, member of the Bonerland <laughs> Medical Association. I did not <laughs> notice that at all. That's very funny. Yeah, I thought that was very good. Um, I lost my spot. Keep so, anyways, they are in there. They're talking to uh, Marvin Monroe. That's about 1340 if you're looking for it. Okay, thank you. And, um, and he says, you like attention, don't you, Bart? And he says, do I ever? Uh, Dr. Monroe says, well, we all do. The problem is that you don't care whether you get good attention for, say, high marks in school or bad attention for, say, turning your father into a jacket. <laughs> and what box. kills me is that Homer's there with Marge sitting in a chair just like normal. <laughs> But he's a jack in a box. Uh-huh. So I can only imagine the logistics of getting him from the house to the doctor's office oh, and like yeah. getting him into the doctor's <laughs> office. Uh, it, that just made me laugh. And uh, anyways, so uh, Homer is there and Dr. Monroe says to him, oh, I see that you're agreeing with my theory. Homer replies, I'm not nodding. It's the air conditioning. Yeah, you see a little <laughs> vent behind his head. It was very funny. So anyways, M- Dr. Monroe actually turns this on Homer at this point. He says, the attention the boy craves could be, uh, should be coming from you. I want you to spend quality time with him, get to know him, maybe even love him. What a, what a thing yeah, to say. So then we see that they go to a baseball game together, uh-huh. and Homer's still a jack-in-a-box just sitting around. Um, and then, uh, wait, what... Yeah, they go. They go to the baseball yeah, game. Okay. He's sitting there. Then and, they're on a roller coaster. Uh huh. And they go down the hill, and Homer's head, the spring stretches out, and then it gets pulled down very quickly. Uh huh. Classic cartoon. Yep. And then um, he's tucking Bart into bed. Yep. Um, he's saying good night, and and 
Um, Bart t- tells him, he's like, you know, these last few days have been really swell. I wish there was something I could do to repay you. Mm-hmm. And Homer says, well, if you wanted to, you could give me my body back. And then Bart considers. Bart, yeah. Bart, he's like, okay, you got it. Uh-huh. And he does it. And everybody, <laughs> they're like hugging each other. They're yeah. saying, Thanks, I love boy. you. I love you, dad. I love you. Son. Yeah. And, and then that's when Bart wakes up. And that's when we realize the nightmare for him has started. Yes, the the, the, the nightmare is that he the and rest Homer of it, are the rest of it not a nightmare. Yeah, yeah. but the the Bart and Homer like loving, loving each, each other, other, getting along. Yes, yeah, that's, that is the nightmare for Bart. So, anyways, uh, then the kids run into their parents' room. Homer and Marge are, of course, asleep. It's four in the morning, mm-hmm. and they run in uh, and jump in the bed. Marge says, "What's wrong? We both had nightmares. Can we sleep with you?" Homer says, are you both toilet trained? <laughs> yes. Well, okay then. And then he sees the clock. He's like, four o'clock, only a couple hours till I got to get up to go to work. Um, and then he falls asleep. Yep. Then and, we cut to thus, Homer's nightmare. thus begins Homer's nightmare. Yeah. Yep. So uh, Homer's nightmare begins with Mr. Burns and Smithers looking, as they often do, at the closed circuit uh, cameras from the plant. Looking at Homer sleeping, and he says, "Look at them, Smithers, gold brickers, layabouts, slugabeds. Do they realize their day? Little do they realize their days of suckling at my teeth are numbered." And uh, Smithers says, "Oh, in the meantime, sir, may I suggest a random firing just to throw the fear of God into them?" Oh, very well, eeny meeny miny, and there's Homer asleep. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, so yeah. That, ugh, so him. then Homer, um. They are paging him over the intercom. Attention, Homer Simpson. Attention, Homer Sim- Simpson. Wake up, Homer. And Homer wakes up. And uh-huh. he's and, and then he's like, oh, you're fired. Yep. So uh, fired for sleeping on the job. And then he goes, how did you know I was sleeping? And then that's when Smithers tells him that they've been watching him on the sur- surveillance camera. The surveillance camera. To, to which he replies, camera? Yeah. <laughs> Didn't realize there was a camera looking at him. Yeah. And then we see Burns and Smithers head into the laboratory. Does he say laboratory? I don't. I don't remember. I don't think he did. I probably would have noticed that, but yeah. he definitely should have said laboratory. <laughs> yeah. So uh, this is when we realize that Mr. Burns has a plan. Yes. Um, he says, "You know, Smithers, I've always despised the laziness of the common worker. Mm-hmm. Then I realized his spirit was willing, but the flesh was weak. I realized the flesh, which is weak." Uh, I, I repl- I'm sorry. I replace the flesh, which is weak, with steel, which is strong. Behold, the greatest gra- uh, greatest breakthrough in labor relations since the cat and nine tails. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Yikes. Uh, and, and it's a robot. Uh, yes, it is, yeah. and, it, and it is a, a robot that suspiciously looks like Homer. Yeah. Uh, but anyways, uh, he's uh, uh, Smithers says, "How long till it's up and running?" And uh, Burns replies, "Keep your pants on, Smithers. First, we need a human brain." Mm, very diabolical. Dun dun dun. So, cut to the Simpsons' interior in their kitchen, and uh, Lisa says, "Hey, here's a good job, Dad. Oh wait, you have to know how to operate an ultrasonic lithon 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 lithon, lithon tripter. I don't know." <laughs> Um, anyway, he's like, how hard could it be? Uh huh. And then like, they're reading the classified is what, what's what happened. Oh, sorry. Yeah. I didn't say that part. Bart's like, Hey dad, here's one $28 an hour, plenty of fresh air. And you get to meet lots of interesting people. What job is that? Grave grave digger. Uh, Not be so bad. So (laughs) then, um, then we see Homer, um, Willie, I guess is his boss. I guess so. (laughs) Um, digging a grave. 
Yep, I guess they don't have backhoes at this graveyard. No. <laughs> um, Willie's telling him to dig deeper, wider, and faster. Uh-huh. Um, and he complains to him. He says, I wouldn't bury my turtle in that mud puddle. Yeah. And, and so then finally... Um, Homer, uh, Willie walks off. Willie walks What's away. What's the use? And yeah, Homer's Homer. Homer's tired, and he lays down in the grave, and he falls asleep. We mm-hmm. see the sun in the sky, and the sun then turns into a moon. Yes, so I think we can all see where this is going. Yeah. And uh, so uh, Mr. Burns and Smithers are walking through the uh, through the graveyard. I actually was talking with somebody the other day about the old Dr. Knox uh, Birkin hair from the... Oh, um, yeah, yeah. From the uh, 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 Edinburgh Medical College, mm-hmm. early 19th century, mm-hmm. the famed... Body snatchers. Yeah. And uh, actually, I said that. I was like, oh, yes, body snatchers. And the woman replied to me. She goes, well, I guess we can't really call it body snatching because they were murdering people. And I was, well, like, I was like... But they started off as body snatchers. They did. Yeah, yes, yeah. That's, that's true. But uh, anyways, yes, I, I, was, I was like, fair enough, madam. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Uh, and they were. Uh, if you don't know that story, there's a, um, there's a podcast called Tenfold More Wicked. The second season is about that. Uh, and it was good. Um, and that lady that hosts that has a new podcast that's really good. Oh, does she? Um, it's called Buried Bones, I think. And mm. it's her who like is a she's a journalist, but she does she focuses more on historic true crime. Uh-huh. And then a guy named Paul Holes, who was the detective who helped crack the Golden State Killer case. Uh, they're the two hosts, and she brings him a historic. Uh, true crime case mm-hmm. and he like takes the lens of modern forensics and like looks at it and it's interesting oh that's yeah, cool it's cool yeah um so anyways uh burns and smithers are walking through the graveyard burns says uh i feel like a kid in a candy store and then they come across of course the open grave with homer laying in it mm-hmm. uh Smithers says, get him out quickly. The stench is overpowering. <laughs> and the joke, of course, being that Homer's not dead. Yeah. <laughs> he just smells bad. And uh, anyways, uh, Smithers notices him. He says, hey, wait a minute, sir. That's Homer Simpson. Uh, he wasn't exactly a model employee. This is important because the per- the point of this is to get a brain to make mm-hmm. him a worker, mm-hmm. you know, a good worker. And they had fired him earlier that day, or at least presumably earlier yeah. that day. Yeah. So, um, Burns replies, he says, well, who is a model employee? And then, um, Burns is eyeing the brain. Yeah. We get, we get a, a shot of, um, God, (laughs) sorry. We get a shot of Smithers and all you see is his brain and his glasses and his little bow tie and shit. Uh And, um, he, he realizes what Mr. Burns is inferring. Yeah. And, he and says, he's like, ah, oh, Simpson will do just fine, sir. Uh-huh. So they get him out of the grave. They put him in a sack. And they're dragging him through the graveyard. Yeah, and Homer is making a bunch of noise because they're dragging him through the graveyard. Uh-huh. And um, Smithers goes, did you hear that, sir? And Mr. Burns is like, no, I didn't. Um, who is it? Frankenstein, the booger man. <laughs> and he actually does say booger man. He does man. say the booger yeah. man, which me, I thought that was funny. And then... um. He, uh, Smithers says, it's the man in the bag. I think he's alive. And so then Mr. Burns beats the bag with a shovel. Yeah, bad corpse, bad corpse. And you know what I put, you know what I put, I wrote down here was. Mr. Burns is very weak. He's, yeah, he's not, but here he's not. Right. Yeah. Well, so. this is a not canon episode, so there you go. That's right. Yep. Um, so. Sorry, I leaned away to scratch the dog and he just got scared. <laughs> yeah. He's been wandering around. I think he missed his friend. Yeah. Anyway, so, uh. Uh, the all, all that's to say that Homer is no longer making noise because um, Mr. Burns beats him with the shovel. Yeah. And he even tells the bag, stop scaring Smithers. Yeah. <laughs> so then they're back in the lab. Mm-hmm. 
And, and Mr. Burns is cutting open Homer's head. Yes, he is. With a saw. <laughs> yes, he is. This is very much, uh, and obviously this was before that, but this is very similar to the scene from Hannibal uh, when he cuts off the, I think it's a police detective's, the top of his head and cuts out the part of the brain that he's going to eat. Uh, have you seen Hannibal, the movie? Hannibal or Silence of the Lambs? No, not Silence of the Lambs. No. This was the sequel. I have not. Uh, I don't think I've seen Silence of the Lambs. But anyway, uh, yeah. So like it, like the, the big gross out uh, scene in that was when he actually cuts open the, mm-hmm. the man's head and he cuts a piece of the brain out and eats it in front of him. Mm-hmm. And uh, when I saw that movie, like people were like, super duper responding like yeah gasping i bet uh they like somebody left oh <laughs> like i was like what do you expect like this is a cannibal movie that's yeah. the whole point of the movie but hannibal the cannibal i will say i re- i have a dis- i distinctly remember that scene uh i he fried the piece of brain before he ate it like i remember it jumping around in the pan i remember him having good manners as he cut mm-hmm. it and all that like Gross. it was really it was a really effective mm-hmm. gut-wrenching moment while the man is sitting there basically drooling you know Mm -hmm. lobotomized more or less uh watching him do it yikes so anyways that's what this reminded Uh, me of (laughs) so then uh mr burns says smithers hand me that ice cream scoop Uh um he basically he wants to scoop out his brain um smithers smithers is like ice cream scoop damn it smithers this isn't rock and science it's brain surgery Uh uh-huh so he eventually gets the brain out. Pulls the whole thing out. Some spinal cord, uh, some spinal cord and vertebrae attached mm-hmm. to it. By the way, yeah. And look at me. I'm Davy Crockett. Gross. He puts it on his head. Yes. <laughs> That's fucked up. Uh, <laughs> and so that he puts it into the robot, and he's like, "Oh, look, Smithers, a twitch. It's moving. It's alive." Um, he says, "That fellow at Radio Shack said I was mad. Well, who's mad now?" And he's laughing maniacally. Uh-huh. And then he he leans over the robot and he says, hi there, I'm your daddy. And then um, he, he gets up. And he, in, in his robot brain, you see him detecting a box of donuts. Uh, and so he eventually makes his way over to the donuts and uh, eats the yes, whole he, box. He not only makes his way over there, he walks through several walls. Oh, uh, I missed that. Okay. Oh, yes, you did. Yeah, he he wa- he saw he saw through the walls the box of donuts and plowed through them. Okay. Uh, over there to get it, and uh, so it turns out that uh, Homer's brain is in this robot. Yeah, and so then we cut back to the Simpsons house. Uh, Bart and Lisa are watching Johnny Carson uh-huh. do his Karnak impression uh-huh. or a bit i guess uh and uh, marge is looking out the window mm-hmm. uh, lisa says what's wrong she says it's your father he's missing uh, bart says missing get out of here and then marge goes he's been gone for two days <laughs> oh. and then they're like oh what do you know she's right so then we cut back to the lab and mr burns is kneeling down in anguish it wasn't supposed to be this way it was supposed to be a thing of beauty not this abomination and of course the robot is sitting at his desk snoring uh-huh and um, he says, oh, Smithers, I was wrong to play God. Life is precious, not a thing to be toyed with. Take out that brain, flush it down the toilet. <laughs> and then Smithers is like, uh, I think his family might appreciate if he returned his brain to his body. <laughs> and then Mr. Burns says, come on, it's 1145, which tracks if they're watching Johnny Carson because he came on at 1130. Ah, well, there you go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Man, I used to stay up late and watch not only... The 
The Tonight Show. But then I would watch Late Night with Conan O'Brien. Mm-hmm. And I just cannot imagine no. staying up that late anymore. I cannot hang. Like, cannot I just, hang. Like, I, I'm so glad that there are podcasts. And I'm so glad that Conan, we talked about the podcast earlier, Conan O'Brien needs a, needs a friend. Uh, we talked about it on here, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm so glad that he has that because I can listen to it when I'm awake, which is not going to be at 1230 at night. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so... <clears throat> Um, anyway, they so, eventually return Homer's brain to his body. Yes. Uh, and as they're sewing it up, Homer's going, ow, ow, yeah. ow. Uh, Mr. Burns uh, chides him, says, quit your complaining. But then Smithers points out, he says, you know what this means? He's alive. Mm-hmm. He we, goes, oh, you're right, Smithers. I guess I owe you a Coke. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so then uh, Mr. Burns walks over to the robot and says, as for you, you clinking, clattering cacophony of color. What the hell? Collagenous? Collagenous cogs and camshafts. Wow. I guess. Clinking, clattering, cacophony of collagenous collagenous cogs and camshafts. Man, that's a lot. Uh, Take that. And he kicks him on his foot. Yep. And then the thing falls over on him. Yep. And, um... And Smithers is screaming, run, sir, run. And, of course, Mr. Burns can't run very fast. He's strong enough to swing a shovel around, but not fit enough to run away from this falling robot. And apparently has enough force in his kick to knock over this giant robot. But anyways. Yeah, so and it falls on top of him. Uh Uh-huh. Every bone shattered. Uh, Oh, I'm sorry. Every bone shattered. Organs, leaking vital fluid, a slight headache, loss of appetite. Smithers, I'm going to die. Is there nothing? And then Smithers is like, is there nothing I can do? We get a weird front-facing Smithers here. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Um, And then Mr. Burns tells him to go to his office, and in the third drawer of his desk are surgical tools and some ether. Uh Uh-huh. And this is when Homer wakes up. uh Uh-huh. Did you have a nightmare? Marge asked him if he had a nightmare, and then... (laughs) He says, no, Bart bit me. And then Bart pops up from out of the under the covers and he's like, hey, man, you were crushing me. Can you imagine how hot that bed is? I know. With all oh, that body heat. Oh, my God. Ugh, get Ugh. out. Uh, so, <laughs> it, sorry, like, there's four, like, Bart and Lisa are between Marge and Homer and they're, like, uh-huh. all crammed in this tiny little bed. Uh-huh. Uh, so... And Bart comes up out of the covers. He says that Homer was crushing him. He tried to scream, but his mouth was full of flab. Um... <laughs> And then, then Homer goes, well, got to shake the dew off the lily. Yep, got to go pee. Yep. And, and he, he, he goes in and there's the old trick where, you know, you, he closes the medicine cabinet to reveal the mirror. Uh-huh. And, and Mr. Burns's head has been grafted onto his body. Mm-hmm. Uh, he says, perhaps you're wondering why you have two heads. My body was crushed. So I had my head grafted onto um, to your more ample frame. Uh-huh. And Homer then says, I can wake up. I can wake up. It's all a dream. It's just a dream. And Burns replies, oh, that's right. It's all a dream. Mm-hmm. And this, we get a fake, we get fake credits here. Yep. Uh, but then we pop into next week on The Simpsons. And it turns out that Burns's head is still on uh, Homer's body. And uh, anyways, so Lisa says, uh, tonight my class is having an all-you-can-eat spaghetti dinner. Homer says, mmm, spaghetti. But then the camera pans out and there's Burns' head. Yep. And he says, but Homer, tonight's our reception for Queen Beatrix of the Netherlands. Uh huh. And then Homer goes, oh, I hate having two heads. Cut and to then credits. we're done. Yes, then yeah. we're done. <laughs> this was way better than the first one. I don't know about that, but. <laughs> it was way better. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> I, I say that because I liked the fact that there was like a through line. 
in the sense that mm-hmm. like the kids come home from trick-or-treating and Marge warns them all that they're going to have nightmares. Uh-huh. And then we see the nightmares unfolding. Yep. Um, it's not just three random scenes kind of pushed together. Okay. I, I think that that's, I, that appealed more to me than the first uh, Treehouse. Yeah, but Bad Dream House. Yeah. That's not good. I, I, no, like, <laughs> that's fair. That's fair, but this is, a, like, as a whole, this is a way better episode. I think that in terms of storytelling, this is better. Thank uh, you. But I like the stories better in the first one. Okay. <laughs> Although there's lots of funny jokes in this. Uh, mm-hmm. A number of laugh out loud moments. I think that we both experienced those. Um, and I mean, the I don't think there's any way around it that the series as a whole is better now than it was yeah. at the time of last Treehouse of Horror. Yes, for sure. And as a result, it is reflected in the episode itself. Mm-hmm. So um, I I like... Uh, I like the monkey's paw story. I like the Kang and Kodo story. Mm-hmm. I kind of like the third one. That was my least favorite one. Yeah, I think so. I agree. Uh, I, I, but I, hmm. I don't know which one was my favorite, but I agree that I think the Mr. Burns one was my least favorite. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But I, I thought as a whole, like this episode definitely stands up better to Treehouse of Horror one. Well, you know what? Lisa, uh, Lisa. Oh, <laughs> sorry, I was looking to see what next week's episode oh. is. That's why I said Lisa. Um, you know what, listener? Uh, why don't you tell us which one you like better uh, and uh, tell us why. You can uh, do that on our uh, Facebook page uh, or, or, excuse me, on our Facebook group, the Escalators mm-hmm. to Nowhere Facebook groups. Uh, we'll start a thread. And we'll ask you which one you like, uh, which one you like better, one or two. And uh, tell us which of the six stories that we've seen so far uh, you like the best. Mm-hmm. Say it's the Raven. Okay, I really love that. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, okay, so super. Hey, that was, uh, I, I, this was lots of fun. I, this uh, sprung lots of conversation, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I do like this episode. I think overall we are in great shape heading into season, heading into season three. We're, I mean, we're seven episodes I, in. We're yeah. well into it. Um, and next week is Lisa's Pony. Yeah, that's why I said Lisa earlier. Yeah. yeah. So um, I don't think I've ever seen it. No, but you, you remember that. I'm pretty sure the meme that we made about the Choco Taco, remember? Mm-hmm. That's the end scene for um, Lisa's okay. Pony. I'm pretty sure. Where, where uh, a poo... That, there goes the best damn employee. Yeah. That, yep, okay. <laughs> that's the one. So, anyways, hey, we hope that you enjoyed this conversation. We sure have enjoyed making it. This is our Sunday morning, and uh, it's lots of fun for us. So, uh, thank you for joining us again. And hey, make sure you're following us on our social media. We are on Facebook and Instagram at Escalators to Nowhere Pod. And make sure, of course, that you're on the Escalators to Nowhere Facebook group. It is a private group, but all you got to do is answer the questions, and it'll let you in. I haven't approved a single question, <laughs> <laughs> but people are coming in, mm-hmm. so that's great. And also. So make sure you're following us on Twitter that esk, at esk to nowhere pod. Uh, you can also send us an email. We would love to hear from you. Tell us about uh, which of these two you enjoy the most and tell us why. Which of the six stories do you like the most? You can send those emails to escalatorsnowherepod at gmail.com. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Well, uh, I'm looking forward to next week. I, can't, I couldn't tell you the last time that I watched Lisa's Pony. 
I don't know mm. that we. Oh, well, you I don't said think you've never seen it. I don't it. think I've ever seen it. So that'll be that'll be if a, we if we've watched it. It's been so long ago. I don't remember anything about it. Yeah, I'm. I don't think we've watched it since we've had Disney Plus. I'm pretty okay. sure there will not be a little blue line at the bottom of that. So okay, that's going to be exciting. Uh, so we're going to go ahead and wrap things up. Thank you so much for listening to us, and we'll look forward to next week with Lisa's Pony. I'm Robert. I'm Caitlin. I'm a seasoned Simpsons fan. I am learning. And we actually are wrapping things up a little early for yeah. us. We're an hour and twenty minutes. We do look have a that. special guest. Uh, our dog Gil came out of the bedroom. Yes, he was sniffing his butthole a minute ago. Oh, good. Okay. <laughs> Great. He's really, really going at it. He's hanging so. out with Knox, who is asleep. Yeah. So he's a good. He boys. normally doesn't come out when we record. All right, y'all. We're looking for. We'll look forward to next time. So until then. Oh, smell you later. Bye. <laughs>